You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Wake me up when October ends. September. No, I'm like, wake me, wake me up when October ends. It's. I'm just kidding. I love October. I too love October, but that song, "Wake Me Up When September Ends." Well, that's a there's a little fun. There's not a a nice little story behind that, actually. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you've told me this before. By Green Day, because you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, his father. His father passed away in September, and uh, that's the song he wrote about it. Oh, it's like wake me up when September ends, but because he doesn't want to deal with life, right? That's how you feel right now. I've always that's how you feel right now. Right now, I'm right like, now. wake me up when, when September's over. It's over. September is over, and yet the feeling of September it's is so still here, predominantly here. We're going to get into this conversation, are we, we not? Are. Yeah, we are. But I do feel like I do feel like um, you know what I think is actually happening. What? I feel like as as the world starts to shift back into... Are we going to do I Love You and You're Annoying? Or are we just going to get into this? Yeah, we can do I Love You and You're Annoying. I'm just asking. Like, Are, we are just you annoyed by me? me? No. Oh. No, but it's like a weekly thing that we like do. Oh. <laughs> so I feel like it might be a good idea. All right. Well, go ahead. No, do you have one? You go ahead. Um. Okay. I'm not really feeling really annoyed by you lately. Me neither, but it was annoying when you said today, when I spent quite a lot of time cleaning today, the garage. You have to admit that I did predominantly the work there, just like you laid the stones at the side, but basically I cleaned the garage. Would you not agree? Sure. What's the, I I love you and you're annoying. Would you not agree? Were we arguing about this? No. Would you say that I did like 85, 90% of this? (laughs) Yeah. I would say, I would say at least like 87. Are you kidding? 60%. Ryan, you took out some things and then you're like, I have to eat lunch. And then you're like, I have to wash down these floors. And then you went to go pick up the kids and then you came back and then you went inside. I did most of it. That's not the, that's not even my I love you and you're annoying. Well, I know what mine is now. We'll keep going. Mine is, is I sprayed down the garage floor. Oh yeah. This was so annoying. Oh my God. This is mine. Oh. Damn. So wow. I sprayed down because there were mice 
droppings and they were disgusting. So I had to spray it off. And some of the, we had like, we have extra stone in the garage from one of the 17 projects Ryan has done in this house. Um, and we just might need some extra stone, which we never will. Uh, it's fine though. We have a box of maybe six pieces of stone on the floor in the garage and it uh, doesn't matter. It got wet and it did he get was, wet. It got drenched. On. So he comes in after I've been cleaning for 17 teen hours and 14 teen. And you're like, well, the bottom of that box is drenched. And I had, keep in mind, I haven't seen you for like two hours and I have been slaving, slaving away. And that's the first thing you said. And I was pissed, pissed. <laughs> you have a about, box right, what full a great of, job you, have, listen, you did. You have a box full of, of heavy stone. Yeah, I get it. It's not ideal. That is now drenched. That, that has been in our garage for two over two years. Whatever, whatever proxy, like however long it's been there for. The point is, it's never going to be used. It can't be moved now. The point because is, because the second you try to move it, the stones rip through the wet box. It's never going to be used. My only, my only point in this situation, Britt, was just move the boxes before you wet the floor. My only point was maybe come up to an area where somebody has been slaving away, and instead Two of positives doing positives before a negative. Instead of two, Brittany, I didn't get one positive. No, no. I got, Brittany, wow, that's going to be really hard to move. Great job cleaning the floors. I guess we're not doing it. Yeah. Cleaning, excuse me, cleaning the whole garage. Yeah, clean, cleaning the floors, washing the floors. That, that was, was really, really annoying. That was really impressive. Um, thank you for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it was super annoying that you didn't move things before spraying it. I did. They were it, to the side. Not just the boxes, but the I wood. I couldn't move. The, I couldn't move that. There was like a huge pile. You just left me. Sweetheart, you destroyed the entire garage no, I didn't. with wetness. Oh, my God. All the wood. You destroyed the garage. All the garbage. Like, instead of moving it, it's like sweeping the floor, but not moved. moving the chair. You're annoying right now. It was moved. There was a pile of tile that was left in the middle of the garage because you haven't moved it. It just sat there. It wasn't in the middle. It's it was pressed was. up against You're the wall. You're so annoying right now. It was pressed I've up. I've changed my mind. Against the wall. I've changed my mind. I don't want a podcast anymore. <laughs> Your face is bugging me right oh now. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sorry. My face is bugging you. Yeah, because you're like laughing at me. And I worked, I worked so hard. You did a great job. I did such a good job. You did a great I'm job. I'm so tired. But that would be neglecting the, the fact that I, I also worked really hard today. Yeah, I'm not saying you didn't. Well, it certainly sounds like it. I almost feel like you were kind of like finding job, other jobs too, because you didn't want to do the garage. I did all of the landscaping. No, all, I lift all of the oh. stones. Oh my God. <laughs> we didn't need to do that today. You were like, you're like that dad that when you have to do something, like a family has to leave and he's like, yeah, uh, we definitely have to go. Uh, let me just blow the leaves off of the patio. Like finds dumb things to do that aren't necessary or, or that time. It's just a bad timing. And he's like, this is you, this, this activity needs to be done right this now. Is so stupid. Stupid, but right true. now it's so true but listen you told me so i did the grass right yeah you cut the other you, side right you told me are you talking about brooming i broomed the grass okay no that doesn't count i'm sorry if you guys don't know we have turf we got turf this summer and ryan didn't cut that grass he took a shop room and I cleaned it <laughs> i cleaned it i got all the stuff off of the grass okay sure. anyways so i did all that you were the one that was complaining about the flooring that you're like, oh, are we even going to use this flooring? I'm like, yeah, sure. The only reason we're not using it is because it's full of mud. Oh, I just thought we were using it because it was in there. We've had it for, what, eight years now? How could possibly yeah. be? We haven't even lived here for eight years, We've, ta we've taken it. Brady. It was in storage. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. We picked it up from your sissy. Yeah. 
at this house. We haven't lived here for eight years. We haven't lived here for four years. <gasps> we did live here for four years. We missed our anniversary. Oh my God. We <laughs> because we were too busy. We missed our home anniversary. I just looked at the clock. Working. I looked at the. Oh my God. We missed it. Oh my God. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But. The best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. What are we talking about?
Anyways, I think I think we've established the I love you and you're annoying. Let's go back to October. Fine. Here's what I think is happening in this in this world today. I feel like there are there are restrictions that are somewhat lifting, right. somewhat lifting. And there's some restrictions that are staying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because these restrictions are starting to lift, people feel they have this feeling like they're going to go back to what they remember normal being. Mm-hmm. And, they, and it's not happening right away and people it's frustrating. Not only is it not happening right away, it ain't ever happening again. Mm. Our normal isn't normal. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this is the new normal. I mean it like I mean it. I mean it. Like I mean it, guys. the life life as you remember it isn't what it's going to be moving forward. Right. So to have your expectations at a level that is just not going to happen. Like we had a podcast about this really early calling called managing your expectations. Right. But this is like the world now. This is the world. But I'm telling you guys, you have to manage your expectations out there. Teachers, Mm -hmm. you guys are going through a lot. Mm -hmm. Parents are going through a lot. Students are going through a lot. Every industry is going through a lot right now. But I feel like the, the, mistake people are making is they're assuming that they're not going to go through these things right they're assuming like why don't we just do this and do this this? because we can't they're people are almost setting themselves up for failure it's like when one bad thing happens to you in the morning right or maybe two bad things people are like well the rest of the day is crap like they always they have this thing in their mind like they can't get over that right like you have to manage your expectations if you're going to go out in the day and be like you know what it's going to be this or it's shit Like it's, that's not how it works. It's, there's gray areas and you have to understand that maybe your one standard of this is an amazing day needs to be changed. It doesn't mean necessarily lowered. It just looks different. I just think that people, uh, you know, the more people I talk to, the higher level of stresses I realize people are under. Oh my God. It's crazy. And then it's just like, as adults, you play the, like, how are you? Well, first we're fucking tired. That's the first thing an adult with kids will say. And then it's like a, not a stress comparison, but basically you talk about like what's going on at work. And then it's like, well, I got this going on. Or you're like this, like everybody has a lot. Well, I'll tell you. Um, so Kaylee, yeah, uh, who works with us, she, um, she dealt with this before and she was sharing it with me and I thought, Oh, that's interesting. Cause I never really thought about it. But then when I started thinking about it, I thought, Oh man, maybe I'm experiencing some of that. And I certainly know other people are experiencing it. Kaylee, when we were in the lockdown, lockdown, she put her head down, went to work online now, right? Mm-hmm. Just worked, 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 which so many of us did myself included, yourself included. We just worked, 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 worked. The moment that they lifted some of these restrictions and she went outside and she met her family mm-hmm. or her friends, she realized it was almost like this epiphany moment in her life. She realized, oh, my God, this is what I've been missing. Mm. And then all of a sudden, when she went back into her home, home felt like a trap. Right. We talked about this. Your home was no longer a sanctuary. Right. You didn't come back. You didn't come home from work. You can, you were at home for work, for school, for parenting, for a relationship. It was too many things. Right. 
it's not it's very stressful. It is stressful. It's extremely stressful. Um, I feel like we're in a space right now where I just talking to like some of my friends, like you and I personally have um a lot of exciting things coming up. Like right. we're very busy, um, both separately and together. We've got some really fun things coming um just for TLC in twenty twenty two. And yes, it's all good and exciting, but it's also like <laughs> stressful. Like I just find every, like, like what you said, everyone's under a lot of stress right now. And I don't know if it's just like the changing of seasons, but I, I do think a big part of it, if you have children going to school, that is a huge part of it because it's a new routine, right? right? Like getting the kids back, not even from summer, from a lockdown, from changes and like throwing them back into school with like regimented routines. And it's a lot, not only for your kids, but for the parents now to come back and deal with all of these extra emotions. Like, like we are noticing like Riley isn't where the board or the curriculum says that she should quote unquote should be in terms of different learning styles. And so we're now we're like, should we look into getting a tutor? Like there are so many different stress levels that come with going back to school and then throw in a pandemic and it's like extra. Uh. Yeah, I think, you know, that's why when we sing that song, Wake Me Up When September Ends, although that song has nothing to do with this, mm-hmm. I think most people associate September with like that change, that back to school change. Yeah. And it usually takes three weeks to a month to get over that. And I find that here we are in, in October, October, feeling like still September. feeling the same way. I do feel that way. Still feeling the same way. And it's like, wait a second, I, I should be back into this groove. I should be back into this. No, but you again, can't be. Manage ex- your expectations. No, you can't be because what you think you are to be experiencing, you're not experiencing. You're navigating new things Mm -hmm. on top of new things and going back to riley i find like when i look at her like they just sent us to the report of where she is reading wise Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh great she's in that grade and then you're like well look where she's supposed to be yeah and i look at it i'm like oh my god that gap is significantly large and then i immediately and i don't know why i go to two different places do you make yourself wrong? Number one, like, I go to be, myself, like, what am I doing wrong? How am I not helping more. her? How, yeah. how have we not helped her? And then I'm like, and then the, there's a part of me that's like, F that. <laughs> like, F that. Where's the support? I think, I know, but that's hard, right? Like, no, I know. And, that, and that's why I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to play the victim. I, I'll be responsible for this, but I'm also not a teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, I try to balance this because I have a very high listening of teachers right now. Mm-hmm. I have a massive generosity when it comes to teachers and what they're dealing with and trying mm-hmm. to navigate. And at the same token, I also care deeply about my daughter's education. Yeah. And I wonder, okay, is she struggling or are they struggling? Right. Like as a, as a classroom unit, well, I can only imagine like, I mean, we knew this last year, virtual learning did not, was not a conducive learning environment for Riley or for anybody. A lot of people suffered in it. I did. And and then there were those occasional kids that, that? I don't know. I I did. We were not talking about you, Brittany. I I, I did guys. Hands up, hands up, hands up. I struggled big time with the online learning. Then there are some students that were excelling because they had those, you know, um, natural, like they're just, they learned a little bit quicker than others. And so I think it was, it's just a lot right now to notice. I I think, and I'm not a teacher. I'm certainly not an early Educator. educator. Huh? Did I say that right? <laughs> Childhood I'm, educator. Yeah, I'm not one of them. Um, but I'm going to make an assumption or an mm-hmm. assertion here that there's going to be a pretty significant gap in the early stages of education. 
I think what we've seen here is that that gap is way bigger. Way bigger. So the ones that got it, they got it mm-hmm. and they were thriving. The ones that didn't, not only did they not get mm-hmm. it, but they had no structure to catch up. Well, people keep referring to these kids like the COVID kids. They're going to be like a cohort, like a whole cohort of kids around the world. Like the baby boomers. That are going to be a little bit less in terms of they might have to like no i'm serious like the curriculum expectations might 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 need to to be altered a little bit no i don't know if they're like formally going to do that but i do think they'll have to take that into consideration because it is a huge gap like i feel bad riley at least got jk at normal sk normal ish at the end it it, it tailed off right half of sk those and then all of grade one all of grade one SK grade one are the, like you learn core fundamental learning skills in reading in writing in math. And not to mention we put her in French immersion, which just threw a huge wrench in everything, but you, you learn those. And if you don't have those rooted um, systems to learn, you are thrown into like now the grade two curriculum and you don't have those. Yeah. You got no chance. And it's, it's scary because now everything is delayed. Like you said, even more than it already is. Like it's, it's scary. I don't know. So anyway, we're looking at getting something because we feel like that responsibility. And now we're like, Oh my God. And I totally feel like what you were saying. I have this like parent guilt where I'm like, shit, we, you and I are so busy in the evenings because we do this and we do other things and, and work like, and work. Of course we, we work when the kids go to bed, but at the same time, like we also feel like we want to spend time with them. And it's not always just about like routine and like do all of this. You need to get this done. Like we also want to be fun parents and hope they're enjoying things because it's a hard time for them. But I do have that guilt. Like it's shit. a big guilt. And guys, if you're feeling this guilt, let me just be the first to tell you, you are not, not alone. alone. No, I'm feeling it. Big time. I'm making myself wrong left, right, and center for where Riley is in her education mm-hmm. and everything. But I, I'm also like the same token. I, I look back and I think about, okay, if I could repeat the pandemic, no thank you. But if I could repeat the pandemic, what would I do differently to put her in a better position? The answer is I don't know. No because idea. here's the truth. For 90% of COVID, we were what I would call surviving. Mm-hmm. We were surviving our relationships with our kids. My whole goal, my whole intention was to get out of COVID with our relationship intact. Yeah. Because I figured everything else we could catch up to. Right. We could figure out. But there was so much opportunity for turmoil. And and not to mention a ton of our friends, our close circle friends are no longer together and some are doing fine and it was the best thing for them, but it was, it's been very messy for a lot of our close friends and it was scary being in that. It's not scary. It was, it was scary. It's all of these people who you knew and, you know, had this marriage and this relationship that are, that is no longer. And it's just, it was a scary space to, to be in. It really goes to show you that you don't know what happens behind closed you doors. Have no idea. And making assumptions about other people's lives gets you nowhere. No. Okay. Um, but here, let's talk about stress for a second. Okay. Let's, but let's... can I read this quote about stress? Because I thought it was amazing and I think it'll like trigger a good conversation. Read it. Okay. Read it, babe. Yeah. (laughs) Just read it. Just read it. Do it. You got that. Okay. Your partner's stress language is just as important as their love language. I was like, I read it and then I read it again. 
And I was like, okay, I really liked this because everybody has heard of love languages, right? We all, we've talked about that multiple times, Mm -hmm. but stress languages, I had never really thought about. What are the stress languages? There aren't specific stress languages. There might be, but I haven't looked at them, but it was more like. (laughs) So we haven't done our own. No, 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 no. This This was just a quote, but I thought it was. Well, we don't really actually know what we're talking about anyways. I was like, and then I started thinking about it and um, within the quote, there were some things that there were mentioned, but it was talking about how how your partner deals with stress differently than you do. Oh my God. Right. And we both are very, very different in that. And you need to, it comes back down to communication as a unit. You need to communicate with your partner, what they can do to help you when you are stressed out and you need to be there to support them. And that might not look like what you would need as support. It's so easy to like, because we have different love languages, right? And like, it's easy to just fall into your own love language and say, well, I'm going to do this for my partner, but that not that you might not receive that like how I would. So it's the same as stress languages. And I was just like, that's very interesting because we, we deal with stress differently. And therefore when the, when your partner isn't really there giving you what you need, that it might blow up your, it was, you're adding fuel. Yeah, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to tiptoe around it because I don't want to get into an argument on the podcast about this. Well, why not? No, no, I'll be... An argument? I'm intrigued now. Yeah, well, when you say uh, stress languages, it triggers something for me because it makes me realize, oh, Jesus, you know, language is language, but stress, love, all of those things, they have their own unique code. Yours is not mine. And, and I and I mean this when I say you know you know we talk about ge- having a generous listening and being generous with your with the space that you create for somebody. Sometimes you have to be quote unquote the bigger person, bite your lip and walk away. I find that in all of our lives, like whether it's money, whether it's sex, whether it's anything, the one thing that I truly bite my tongue and walk away is sometimes when you're stressed out. Because your stress does not look like my stress. And I, and it's hard for me sometimes. I bet you, you do the same thing. It's hard for me sometimes to, to hold the space for your stress when I think that wouldn't stress me out. Mm. So you're like almost that, like, like that wouldn't stress me out. Why are you so stressed out about X, Y, and Z? That's not stressful. It's almost devaluing or it's not as valid as what I would. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. And I, I would I, never I, do that to you. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. But apparently you do that to me all the time. I, no, I do. And I'm being, I'm being fully transparent with you in this situation. And I'm sure that there are a lot of couples out there that have the same, this same situation. I, your stress isn't my stress. So when you're stressed out about something that I wouldn't be stressed out about it, of course, the first thing I'm going to do to you is be like, it's well, all good. It's a fine. It's everything's it's fine. fine. Well, why? Like, who cares about that? But that person is now taking your kind of like, no worries as a you. This isn't a valid reason right. to be stressed. And that's super dangerous. That's the dangerous part about it. But, you know, we always go back to like, you know, men and women, they treat each other a little bit different. You know, women are emotional. Men are more factual. And I find that sometimes when you're stressed and I'm learning how to do this. 
Sometimes when you're stressed, my immediate thing is, is in my, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, that's not a stressful thing to do. Why are you worried about that? Here's the easy solution. And then I just go straight into, and we talked about this probably a hundred times in this podcast. Practical I go straight fact. into the fix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if you're worried about this, this, and this, then just do this and go on. And I dis, and what I'm doing, dismissing I'm dismissing your stress. Mm-hmm, for sure. I'm totally dismissing your stress. And when I really do the looking to see what is there for me, it's simply because you're, what stresses you out just doesn't stress me out. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Yeah. I struggle with that. I really, really struggle with that because I get that, okay, if your stress isn't my stress, it still doesn't mean you're not stressed. Right. It's just like saying I had a really bad day for X, Y, and Z. And then you say, but other people have it so much worse. Yes, they do. There's always worse, but that doesn't devalue your day or why your day was crappy or why you're stressed out. Right. I don't do that to you. I'm like really good at, you know, just allowing you to be stressed and like being there for you. No. Yes, I do. Are you kidding? I am. No. You're, you, you're way better than you used to be. You are way better than you used to I be. I am incredible. When you've oh had God. when you've had a shitty day and you're like, I've been putting out fires all day, all day, all day. Are you kidding? I have the I pick the kids up, both of them, and then I have them for two hours, sometimes two and a half hours before you even come downstairs. Is this Hold you on. telling me why your stress is worse no, than mine? I feel like that's no, it's not. Right I'm now. telling you, if I had a shitty day where I couldn't get my stuff done, but then I have, I have, I am the partner that has a flexible enough schedule that I can pick up the kids. Right. I make dinner. Yep. I also have put off my responsibilities for that day because I have to get the kids and do these things. And then I know that you had a crappy day. So I have dealt with all of that. I deal with all of the school stuff so that you don't have to. I deal with the lunches and all of that crap, the house stuff, so that when you come downstairs, you're not also doing all of that. Right. That's our that's our relationship. That's our partnership. No, that's it's not. That's what makes I'm t- our I'm, stuff work. I'm telling you, I'm amazing. I'm an amazing partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that was the whole point of this. The whole point of this was to tell you how awesome I am. No. Brittany, I get how awesome you are. You are an incredible partner. I am finding I it hard, you. though. And I thank you for that. We had a conversation recently. I said, Ryan, like, I am finding it a little bit difficult right now as I'm starting to work more than I had in the past and we have more responsibilities. I'm finding it hard to manage and you are insanely busy right now with work. Crazy. And right now it's just, I feel like because I did all of those extra things for the family, I have just kept doing them, but I also have all of these new responsibilities and I find like my bet, my mind is a little bit of a clusterfuck right now because there's too many things to manage. And so then when you come downstairs and you're like, I'm stressed about this, I can definitely see what you're saying where I'm like, yeah, well, I've got this, this, and this, and you only manage you. You wake up, it's, I have to work out. It's, I have a meeting. It's, I have to shower. And me is like, I ha- I told you this, we had this conversation. I have to get up. I have to get the kids ready. I have to get lunches. I need to make sure Riley has her backpack, her forms, clean the house. Then I get to come home and get ready. Yeah. I think the biggest problem that you and I have is that I have a, what, what, what society would deem a traditional career. Mm-hmm. And you have the new age career that looks to me like flexibility. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you can manage this, 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 and this, and this, where I have got a set, a set time where the world starts for me and a set time where the world ends for me. And then a backlog of stuff that needs to get done when the world shuts itself down. And so in a traditional sense, yeah, I close the door and I got to get to work, right? I got to do what there is to do. 
And I assume because you have this flexibility and you've got this stuff going on that all of that stuff gets managed. And I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I don't think that way. It is like a little magic fairy that takes care of everything. You're, you're Tinkerbell. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm running, I'm running out of dust. You're, you're incredible. I thank you for that. All I'm saying is I need him from a, from a stress standpoint. I just deal, I just deal with it differently than you do. Mm -hmm. I deal with stress as in like, put my head down, grind it out, get through it, reach the end. Mm. You, you seem to bath in it a little bit longer. (laughs) Yeah. You bath in it. You like to talk about the stress a little bit. What does that even mean? And I just mean? grind it through it. No, I like to talk about it so that I can find new ways to figure out how to deal with it. And sometimes it's just venting. And we've we've said that. I'm like, I don't want a friggin' fix to this problem, Ryan. I just want to vent it out. And then I will get to it when I get to it. It doesn't all need to be done right away. I right. just want to have a bath bomb and uh, a rub in my bathing of this stress ball. Because apparently <laughs> I just take stress baths. So once again, couples, if you're listening to this podcast and your level of stress isn't the same level as your partner's and what stresses you out doesn't stress your partner out and vice versa. Have a generous And you listening. think there's something wrong with your relationship. I assure you it's very common. Mm-hmm. You're experiencing it right now in live Technicolor <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think the takeaway from that is to maybe take a take a step back and try to look at the bigger picture here and realize that and like instead of reacting right away to your parent, your parent, your partner's stress, take a moment and let that emotion sit with you before you react. I read something the other day, a full emotion takes 45 seconds. I think it's 45 seconds to go through your body before a new one like that. It Like that is the entirety of the emotion. You want to feel that emotion and then you can react afterwards so that you're not only engulfed in it. So allow it to be there. That's when you when people like quick react, right? Those when you say things you don't mean, blah blah blah. Because there's you're a lot of, of people in jail that didn't take forty five seconds. It's full of that emotion, right? So you just need to let it be there and then react. And I'm just putting this into the stress thing, but maybe just take a second because it's not all black and white, right? You don't all deal with it. Okay, before we go, I wanted to talk about something really quickly. Just to end it on a little bit of a lighter note. Um, you know when our kids were young and they used to do like really cute things, yeah. And now that they're a bit older, those things are no longer cute. Eating. Oh my God. Eating. Yes. Like Cooper is still cute with eating because he's three. When Riley eats and she's like, me too. And run, but we've never made her feel this way. In my head, I make her feel this way all the time. (laughs) Okay. She doesn't know that you're shit talking her in her head. I used to watch Riley eat because I I thought, thought, oh my God, it's so adorable. I used to watch her. I used to watch her take something that was too big, put it in her mouth, try to figure it out while she went. Yeah, yeah. And make those nasty, gross, disgusting sounds. And I thought, oh my God, that's so cute. I And to your point, I still see that in Cooper. I'm like, oh my God, that's too big. We can try it anyway. Yeah, what a cutie. Riley, I'm like, for the love of God, Riley. (laughs) Why would you eat it that way? I will tell you, I have never in my entire (laughs) life, in my entire life, met someone who annoys me more when they eat potatoes. Potato chips. Riley? Riley does not know how to eat a potato what chip. What does she do? Uh, whatever you're not supposed to do is how she eats a potato <laughs> chip. You know, I get it. Kids' mouths are not as big. They cannot. They cannot take the entire potato chip, let alone a handful of potato chips like we yeah, do as yeah. adults. 
I find that when she bites it, she bites it in the she, middle and the rest she, of the chip just falls everywhere. She, <laughs> oh my oh God, my God. So angry. she eats potato chips like freaking, uh, what's his name? The rabbit from Warner Brothers. Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny eats a carrot. Mm. You know how the Bugs yes, Bunny goes and then crushes on her chest for sure. She bites one potato chip 12 times. I agree. Half of the potato chip never lands in her mouth. Right. Because potato chips are naturally designed to crush yeah. when you bite them. Um, okay. Also, baby talk. <gasps> baby oh talk's good. And I think every kid does that because especially if they have a younger sibling. Right. I remember doing it when I was the older sibling. I specifically remember my parents were like, stop talking like a baby. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't. I, but I have nothing to wear. But what's going on? But it's because they just want to feel like that. And and you know why? And it makes makes my heart hurt because they were once the baby. <laughs> you know what they, annoys me more than you know what annoys me more than a seven year old talking <laughs> like a baby? A 30 year old. I don't do that. Not you. When when couples talk oh, to each like, other like babies, oh. I'm like, oh, seriously? Who does that? I eat people. Who? Well, I tend to listen to people when I'm in crowds, oh. and there are people who, for like some reason, baby talk? they think it's cute to be like babyish to oh, each other. Listen to me. Nobody wants to have no. sex with a baby. It's so- <laughs> the fuck? That sounded weird. <laughs> That sounded weird. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. But yes, baby talk. <laughs> Don't be a grown man talking to your partner yes. like a baby and yeah. vice versa. It ain't cute. No, it's not cute. That's It's not. You want to call yourself sugar? No problem. Call yourself sugar bear or whatever. You you name them <laughs> baby want, names. Listen, guys, Just do it in want, a normal voice. You want to be called sugar bear. Hey, sugar bear. You do that, sugar yeah, bear. Yeah, call me sugar bear, but don't be like, hello, sugar bear. Oh, my you God. You want to come on my dick? What? <laughs> what? Did you just say that? Oh, no. Okay, we got to stop this. That I'm like, not, I, I'm I've overtired. never heard people say that. I'm overtired. <laughs> Wake me up when October ends. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself.